Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 This is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show. This bill is impossible to believe that somebody actually negotiated. And he's a very nice guy. James is a very nice guy. But this is not a good thing for him. Republican leadership ended up benefiting Chuck Schumer and the Democrats and doing nothing to secure the border. Senator Ted Cruz said this bill was designed to fail and that it's time for you to step down as GOP leader. I think we can all agree that Senator Cruz is not a fan. Now, from the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike Gallagher. Remember the movie Network? Starring the late Peter Finch. He played a TV anchor who became unhinged. And there's a famous scene where he encourages everybody to stick their heads out of the window and say, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. That's how I'm feeling today. Maybe it's because I was up real late last night trying to fend off the hundreds and hundreds of furious emails I was getting from people who think I'm the congressman from Wisconsin. (laughs) I mean, my phone starts blowing up, and my staff is scrambling, and my team is saying, Mike, you're not going to believe this. People think you're Wisconsin Congressman Mike Gallagher, who stupidly decided to give the Democrats a giant gift-wrapped Christmas present by partnering with two other congressmen so three Republicans could defeat the effort to impeach the impeachable Alejandro Mayorkas. So people somehow think I'm him. And people are writing me, and most from Wisconsin, incidentally, and they are beyond livid. Every time Republicans have a chance to hold the other side accountable, we fall flat on our face. And I am so fired up about this today. And I promise, it's not just that I'm annoyed that people have me confused with the Wisconsin congressman. I don't even know how that happens. My email address is, is, is ported through the show website. So you go to Mike online, you ought to see my X account right now. <laughs> I mean, the threats and the obscenities and the anger is being directed to me on my X account which is called at Radio Talker Mike. People think this congressman, who's got this dopey, misguided view that he doesn't want to set a bad precedent by impeaching somebody we disagree with. Oh, really? Where were you during the Trump impeachments? They set the precedent. We didn't. But here's what's wild. you got to go through my website, MikeOnline.com, which is all about me being a talk show host. 
and the guests I have, and the blogs, and the podcast, and Salem News Channel—it's all at MikeOnline.com. You see that I'm a—you've got my picture up there, and yet hundreds. I stopped counting at about 600 emails, all of them raging against me because they think I'm the Wisconsin congressman who, along with Ken Buck from Colorado and McClintock from California, voted against impeaching Mayorkas. Three of them. Now, incidentally, there's actually, there's literally four, but the whole thing about the fourth one was more of a procedural vote. The fourth vote, no, was actually procedurally to keep the thing alive and to have another shot at it next week. So there were only three. There's only three of them. Gallagher, McClintock, McClintock, and uh, and Buck. They're the ones who betrayed the American people. They're the ones who want to play nice with the Democrats. They're the ones who thoroughly embarrassed Mike Johnson and Marjorie Taylor Greene. And it's beyond infuriating. Every one of us ought to be mad as hell. And guess what? Vote them all out. If a Republican doesn't know how to act like a Republican, get rid of them. Primary them. Listen, I, I don't, I don't want to get personal against people like Mike Gallagher of Wisconsin. He's great on China. Stick to China. How about putting America first once in a while? And yes, I answered every one of the emails that came into my show screaming at me for voting not to impeach Mallorca, saying, you got the wrong Mike Gallagher. It actually kind of turned into some comedy last night because it was crazy. And Twitter blew up, X blew up. Here's what's weird about X, incidentally. Somebody lovingly and jokingly said, well, Mike, with all this attention you're getting with being the wrong Mike Gallagher, you're going to get a ton of new followers. And I did. I could see people. It kept scrolling in. Hundreds of people started to follow me. But my count at the top of the page didn't move one inch. It didn't show one extra follower. I think they got. I think Elon Musk has some work to do with maybe the infrastructure over at X. Maybe somebody who understands X better than I do can explain that to me. If I'm seeing hundreds and hundreds of people following me for the first time, shouldn't that be reflected in the follower count? And it wasn't at all. It never moved. So something's a little glitchy there. Anyway, what a wild 24 hours. These Republicans, they don't care about putting America first. They're worried about Ukraine. They're fixated on China. And Americans have had it. Americans are tired of watching this country burn. We're tired of establishment. Bye-bye, Ronna McDaniel. Good, good thing she's stepping down. She has failed dramatically in her position. And she, she has announced that after the South Carolina primary, she's done. Speaking of primaries, <laughs> Seb Gorka posted something so comical on X, and it was it was pitch perfect. Seb wrote, I can't breathe. Nikki Haley lost a primary where she was the only named candidate. She was the only named candidate in Nevada, and she lost to none of the above. I know Mike Johnson got humiliated by Mike Gallagher and Buck and McClintock. You want to know who got really embarrassed last night? Poor Nikki Haley. I actually heard somebody on a radio show today call into the host and say, 
I'm voting for Trump in South Carolina, and the host actually said, oh, I don't know about that. There's a lot of Nikki Haley supporters in South Carolina. I almost wrecked the car. I was laughing so hard I couldn't see the road. I'm telling you, the establishment is not going to go down without a fight. But the establishment is dying on the vine. The Uniparty has been called out, and Americans are fired up, we are fed up, we're mad as hell, we're not going to take it anymore. Our number is 800-655-MIKE. When you call me, please know you're not reaching the congressman from Wisconsin. You're reaching the big mouth on Salem News Channel and radio. You're talking to Mike Gallagher, the host, not Mike Gallagher, the congressman. I mean, and you should, I should, should I read some of them? I mean, first of all, I can't read a lot of them because of the language. I don't really want to read death threats. I stopped counting the death threats at about 20. Better keep your doors locked. At, and, and, and that posed a dilemma for me because I don't know whether to forward those. I mean, they are actual death threats. It was weird because even though they weren't threatening me, they were threatening me. I mean, the whole thing is a colossal mess. And for Gallagher, Buck, and McClintock to vote with the Dems on this Mayorkas impeachment thing, three three Republican congressmen, and, and, and I have to tell you, maybe we'll play part of Congressman Gallagher's interview on Hewitt's show this morning. They're joking and laughing about it. It isn't funny. Nothing funny about this. This, this country is hurting, and we demand accountability. Mayorkas lied to the American people. Mayorkas promised a secure border. The Mayorkas is derelict in his duties. Of course they need to impeach him. Of course he needs to be removed. Of course we need to know where Republicans stand. And there's three of them. Gallagher, uh, Buck, and McClintock, who showed us where they stand. They stand with Democrats, and they stand with open borders. They stand with zero accountability for the other side. And I am as angry as I've been in a long... And there's and this is just one part of the bad news 24 hours we've had. Uh, Trump, you know, getting shot down by the D.C. Court of Appeals. I guess that isn't a surprise. I'm praying the Supreme Court comes to, to, comes to America's sa- sanity and senses. They're not going to pre- press any charges on the Joe Biden classified documents crime... Oh, no, of course they're not, because it's Joe Biden. They can go through Trump's uh, wife's underwear drawer and raid Mar-a-Lago, but they're not going to hold Joe Biden accountable for having classified documents strewn all over the garage. This is a, this is We are becoming a country of two Americas, and it, and it worries the heck out of me. And yes, I was troubled by the vitriol and the anger that I got in those emails last night because... I know how angry people are, and it's not good, and it's not good. And those three Republican congressmen poured a lot of fuel on the fire with this idiotic vote against impeaching Mayorkas. It's, inf- it's beyond infuriating. Let me turn it over to you. 1-800-655-MIKE. It's Wednesday, February 7th, 2024. We're in the Relief Factor Studios for yet another day, and I'm glad you're here because I need some sanity. And thank you to everybody on X and social media and emails who had my back and tried to say, hey, this isn't the congressman from Wisconsin. This is the talk host. Two different people. 800-655-MIKE. 
800-655-6453. I want your voice front and center. I don't want to interview Congressman Mike Gallagher. I want to talk to you. I don't want to interview an author. I want to talk to you. I don't like a lot of guests. I want my guests to be Americans who have want to have their voice be heard because you're frustrated, you're angry, and you don't know what to turn, where to turn. Well, you got millions of people listening to your voice every week on this show. So you go ahead and give me a call and have at it. Vent. And let's see if you share the frustration that I'm feeling right now. 800-655-MIKE. 800-655-6453. I hope you join us. Everybody's high on consolation. This portion of the Mike Gallagher Show is sponsored by MyPillow. And boy, there's a lot of people who are shivering all throughout the country. You need the MyPillow flannel sheets. They are so comfortable and smooth and warm and luxurious. And when you use the promo code MikeG, you'll get the flannel sheets for 50% off. The Giza Dream Sheets are so elegant, so luxurious, they look and feel great. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. Ultra soft, breathable, extremely durable. The Giza Dream Sheets, you're going to get 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. You'll get a set for as low as $29.98. And the pillow that started it all, the the My Pillow, the soft, smooth, conforms to your neck and your head. You can throw it in the washer and the dryer. As much as you'd like, as often as you'd like, it'll still keep its shape and its conformity to your neck and your head as low as nineteen ninety eight. Make it a MyPillow Monday. Support a patriot like Mike Lindell. Go to MyPillow.com. Look for the Mike Gallagher Radio Special Square. When you click on that box and you place your order, make sure you enter the promo code MikeG and free shipping has been extended. Don't miss out on this opportunity on these big sale prices. You'll also get free shipping. MyPillow.com, promo code MikeG. MyPillow.com, promo code MikeG. Or call 800-928-6034. 800-928-6034. Like we love to sing. The best night's sleep in the whole wide world. Visit MyPillow.com. Promo code MikeG. The Mike Gallagher Show. I want you all to know that to know why this happened. I was being treated for prostate cancer. The news shook me, and I know that it shakes so many others, especially in the black community. It was a gut punch, and frankly, my first instinct was to keep it private. In the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike. You do need to get a breather. When you get angry, when you get angry, you got to figure out a way to decompress. Portions of our show are brought to you in part by Our American Stories. This is a podcast that will let you decompress. That'll get let you escape a little bit from the uh, the perils of politics and the challenges of everyday living. Every single day, Our American Stories tells the stories of America to Americans. No debate, no news, just just great stories about the people who built this country. You're going to find three or four stories every day that inspire, that entertain, from how the Constitution came into being to how NASCAR was founded, uh, from the story of Abe Lincoln's last day of his life, uh, which of course ended across the street from the Ford Theater in D.C., to the story of the movie The Godfather, how that remarkable movie came to be. The show tells stories of ordinary Americans who do good and heroic things each and every day. So when you want to decompress a little bit, you when you want some great storytelling, and as my friend Lee Habib always puts it, nothing changes hearts and minds like great storytelling. Find Our American Stories wherever you get your podcasts. That's Our 
American stories. Hope you find the Mike Gallagher Show podcast as well. Uh, we have our week in review. We've got the M&M experience. We post unique content and videos. I had to post a video last night on Salem News Channel clarifying I'm not Congressman Mike Gallagher. <laughs> a lot of great text messages um, coming in on the MyPillow text line. From Oklahoma, Congressman Mike Gallagher knows exactly what he is doing. The arrogance, entitlement, and elitism is stunning. They don't care because this stuff doesn't impact them. I think that's a great observation. Um, North Carolina, Ronna McDaniel is Mitt Romney's niece. No wonder the Republican Party has been unsuccessful. Being a rhino, well, it's in her blood. Goodbye, Ronna. Hello, Harmeet Dillon. Wouldn't she be a great RNC chair? You know who's being floated as an RNC chair? Kevin McCarthy. You know who's endorsing Kevin McCarthy? The guy who led to McCarthy's ouster in the House, Matt Gates. Matt Gates is on record as th- saying that Kevin McCarthy would make a fantastic chairman of the RNC. He knows how to fundraise. He's organizational. I mean, you just, I'm telling you what, it's like we're living in a movie. Let's get into uh, your phone calls, though. I want to get a lot of reaction to the anger that Americans are feeling. If you're just joining us, um, last night I was dealing with a ton of angry people who thought I was the congressman from Wisconsin who voted against impeaching Alejandro Mayorkas. And incidentally, the left is having a field day with this, thanks to Mike Gallagher and Buck and McClintock from California. They gave the left a big, fat gift. Listen to the gloating of that miserable, angry, vicious Joy Reid over on MSNBC. It is a truly important day in American history with an appeals court ruling that Donald Trump, indicted four times with 91 charges, does not have absolute immunity in his election interference case. Meanwhile, in an embarrassing, really truly humiliating attempt to play politics, House Republicans failed to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, a move so ridiculous he would have been only the second cabinet member to ever be impeached. You know, the... uh... The interesting red-tinged blonde wig thing she's wearing these days that looks just like Donald Trump's hair is an interesting choice. She must It's got to be a statement. I think she's like, and you know, women always change their hairstyles and everything, but she's been wearing the Donald Trump look for weeks and weeks. Uh, I guess she's a troll with a capital T, <laughs> even when it comes to hairstyle. Speaking of Matt Gates, here's what he said last night on Newsmax about the three Republicans, his three colleagues in the House, who decided to climb into bed with the Democrats and refused to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas. Uh, but I got to tell you, Bowling, as I'm watching that board and it's 215 to 215, I have never missed George Santos more. Like, in what irony that the <laughs> New York Republicans who drove Santos out of Congress, who are watching the children in their state being driven out of schools so that those schools can become migrant housing centers, that now we don't get to execute on an impeachment trial of Mayorkas because they drew, threw George Santos out. I also wondered, like, wouldn't it have been nice? 
to still have Kevin McCarthy in the House of Representatives. Never thought you'd hear me say that. But Kevin McCarthy, after being dislodged as speaker, took his marbles and went home. He would have been a reliable vote for impeachment. But if he wasn't speaker, he wasn't willing to stick around. And I think that the the errant expulsion of Santos and the abject selfishness of Kevin McCarthy contributed to this result as much as the three Republican members who, who voted no sincerely. Hard to argue with Matt Gates on that, isn't it? Uh, makes some great observations. And he's right about Kevin McCarthy. He's decided if I can't be speaker, I'm going to take my ball. I'm going to go home. I'm going to, uh, and he would have been there. Well, but then again, who knows? He might have sided with Buck and McClintock and, uh, and, and Gallagher. Hard to say. And it was, a, it, listen, no question, it was a tough day. Uh, D.C. Court of Appeals, as expected, shooting down President Trump's claim of presidential immunity. We'll see if it gets kicked up to the Supreme Court. And incidentally, that isn't quite the victory that Trump haters think it is. But I want to bring Mike from Brandon, Florida, into this conversation because evidently he likes the ruling from the D.C. Court of Appeals. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm well. Um... It's not so much I like the ruling, but it's the proper ruling. So my question to you is, what issue do you have with that ruling? Well, well, the issue is that that the courts have been lined up for the last six months, filing charge after charge and and indictment after indictment against a guy who's likely going to be not only the nominee, but the president of the United States again. They're trying to weaponize the courts. And I think all of these charges are suspect. And, and frankly, the legal merits of presidential immunity are pretty clear. I mean, if, if you think Trump... Well, I, I, go ahead. Go ahead. If you, no, no, think, no, you go ahead. if you think Trump incited an insurrection, well, then you're probably on board with the D.C. Court of Appeals ruling that he doesn't have immunity and protection for the, for the actions that he took as president of the United States. So let me just directly ask you, without trying to put you on the spot, do you think Trump incited an insurrection? Of course he did. <laughs> there, there's the answer. There's the answer. That's why. That's why you like the well, ruling. That, that... Well, it's not a question of me liking the ruling. What they, what the, what the D.C. court said, no one is above the law. When you say, of he, course, he, he did, he's an ordinary citizen. When he's you, being treated like an ordinary citizen, and he has all the legal remedies as an ordinary citizen. He is not above the law. And, That's what they said. And if you didn't hate Trump so much, you'd probably recognize. If you didn't hate, let, let me make, let me make, let me make my point. Of course, you hate him. You think he incited an insurrection? No, I don't hate him. Of course, I mean, you think he incited an insurrection? What a stupid reaction! He did. Hey, no, give me an those example. Wait, there, wait, wait a minute. Let me let, instead, by accident, instead Mike. of instead of interrupting me, let me make my point. You got all the time in the world here. Sure, I promise. Make your point. I love hearing people sure. like you because I you give, you give you enough rope, you hang yourself. I'll give you enough time to make sure we already know where you stand on the insurrection. He's do, Anybody who sits around yeah, and argues... At least you got that right. It you, is an insurrection. You, you, you interrupted again. Try to hold your tongue here for just a moment. I promise I'll let you speak all you want. Anybody who sits around and, 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 and bleats that a president of the United States is just an ordinary citizen has got his head so far up his rear end, you're probably seeing yourself through your ears. He's not an ordinary right. citizen. He's the president of the United States. He's the commander in chief. Do you honestly think the president is an ordinary citizen? The DC court said I asked he you. Is I asked you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. I asked you though, Mike, do you think the president of the United States is an ordinary citizen? Of course they 
they are. Of course they're not. Oh, for crying out loud! That's why the press. Are you kidding me? Presidents have been have had uh, immunity for years and years. Office, but wait, 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 Mike. When they're out of office, they are ordinary citizens. Therefore, the the whole reason why Trump wasn't charged during his administration, he had those protections. What's because first and foremost, oh you do understand gosh. he's running. He's running for re-election oh to keep his butt out of jail. Gosh, are you this confused? Are, are, are you really this confused? The, when, no, when, I'm when, not, when you are not. so baffled, you you're acting like the the so-called insurrection happened when he was out of office. He was still president, no, Mike. During his office, January 6, 2021. Well, you just said it was after he was out of office. You just said it was after he was out of office. the election. You just said it was after he was out of office. Which is it? No, I did not. You just said I that. Did not. You just said the court no, held it. I did not. Yes, you certainly no, did. I did not. Now, let's go back to the other idiotic point you made about the insurrection. Give me one example where he incited an insurrection. He, he brought them... He brought his followers, the MAGA followers, to Washington, D.C. based upon a lie. He brought they what? They weren't there by chance, Michael. He brought fireworks? They weren't there Which fireworks? To go sightseeing. The, the sparklers or the, or the M-80s? What fireworks? Here's what he said on January 6th, and I, I, I love for your response to this, since, you're such, you've got such sure. a, since you've got such a great grasp of the issues here. here, here let's, yeah, let, I do. Let's listen to you. Well, do I? Let's listen to what he said. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol. Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Wow, what an insurrection inspirer he is, Mike. Right. Why don't you pull me the whole clip? I Mike? can. What part There's did a lot I more to that than that little narrative? That little narrative. He literally said go peacefully protest. Mike, I I I I'm I'm trying not to insult you. You're not a serious person. You don't have a grasp yeah, of the I facts. Am. Actually, I am. You're, you're not. You're, you're, you're an entertainer. You're blindly you're blindly flailing cuz you hate Trump and you're scared he's going to be the president. Well, and guess what? You know what and Mike, guess what? He's going to he lose this Wisconsin. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We lose this Michigan, uh, yeah. and we lose this. Well, you could be uh, right. Um, you could, you could be right. You, and you, when Biden becomes president again, we'll have this conversation right. again. We, and, and you could be right. On the other hand, when he wins in a landslide, let's have the conversation again. And good luck with that one. Good luck with that. He's not going to get the independence. Are you seeing any polls? Do you recognize how how he's widening his lead? Garbage. Uh huh. Sure. Nobody cares right now. Wish, but when they, you know, you know, wishful thinking. Over a billion wish, dollars spent. Wish, right? Wishful thinking, Mike. You're an angry, you're an angry Trump hating, deranged person. When the billion dollars and, and it's, is spent, and believe me, people Trump, and people are used to you. Trump, and people are used to you. Trump people get it. Words, there's no way he can win. Hey, Mike, Trump, no Trump, 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 Trump derangement syndrome is real, and I hate there it. For, is and no I hate way it. Donald and, Trump can win. And I hate it for your boy Ron DeSantis. Why don't you? Who do you like? You like Nikki Haley, who lost last night in Nevada to none of the above. Who are you? Are you a Nikki Haley supporter, Mike? Who do you like? No, I'm not a Republican. <laughs> what a shocker. All right, there's three minutes of our life we can't get back. But I tried, and I don't think I interrupted it too many times. And I have to play. Come on. I'm the grumpy old troll who lives under the bridge. Hey, I'm the grumpy old troll who lives under the bridge. And I don't even know that he's a troll, but I wanted to play the song because it just felt appropriate. Vince is in Minneapolis. How you doing, Vince? I just want to make uh, one comment about the other Mike Gallagher. Yes, sir. If he's so against China, then why did 25,000 
Chinese come across the southern border last year. Wow. Now, that's a question that he should have been asked this morning because you're right. How about the border? If you're not concerned about the border but you're worried about China, how about the thousands and thousands of Chinese illegals? Maybe hard for Congressman Mike Gallagher to connect those dots. Not to be confused with the big mouth talk show host, Mike Gallagher. 800-655-MIKE, 12 before the hour. More coming up on this action-packed Wednesday. Let's talk a little bit about Nikki Haley, incidentally. You want to talk about humiliation? Oh, boy. And so far, she has not released a statement over her embarrassing defeat. She was the only one on the ballot, and she lost to, I kid you not, none of the above. How do you explain that one, Nikki? There's no better time than right now to call my friends at PhD Weight Loss and Nutrition to start your journey to a healthier you. As I hear from you about how PhD Weight Loss and Nutrition has changed your life, I know that each one of us has had our own reasons for starting. I started my journey because I gained enough weight and was ready to make a change. I sat down with Dr. Ashley Lucas, and like they say, the rest was history. I lost 53 pounds, and I've kept it off. We all have different reasons for starting. Maybe you got a discouraging diagnosis from your doctor. You needed to make a lifestyle change. One grandmother I talked to couldn't chase her toddler grandson and was afraid he might get hurt in her care. Another gentleman had lower back and hip pain, which forced him to give up golf. He wanted his life back. You want your life back? Do what I did. Start the Ph.D. journey. Make 2024 your year to say goodbye and let go of all those unwanted pounds. Call Ph.D. Weight Loss and Nutrition today to schedule your consultation. Call 864-644-1900. 864-644-1900. Or just go to MyPhDWeightLoss.com. MyPhDWeightLoss.com. This is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show. This bill is impossible to believe that somebody actually negotiated. And he's a very nice guy. James is a very nice guy. But this is not a good thing for him. Republican leadership ended up benefiting Chuck Schumer and the Democrats and doing nothing to secure the border. Senator Ted Cruz said this bill was designed to fail and that it's time for you to step down as GOP leader. I think we can all agree that Senator Cruz is not a fan. Now, from the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike Gallagher. Yes, we can all agree that Senator Ted Cruz is not a fan of uh, Mitch McConnell. A lot of Americans have decided to take that path. A lot of Americans are fed up with the establishment. Many, many Americans are tired of business as usual. I think it's why so many people are signing up for the Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, Alaska cruise over 4th of July. Because it's going to be an America First adventure. We're going to have so much fun on on board this beautiful cruise ship. Uh, If you haven't heard about it, man, oh man, June 29th through July the 5th. It's over the 4th of July. We're going to 
sail the inside passage of Alaska. We're going to sightsee. We'll see glaciers and fjords. Gorka and I will be on stage with our special guests, Chris Stigall out of Philly and Jennifer Horn from L.A., Joey Hudson from South Carolina, and hundreds of fellow patriots. We'll be talking about the election. We're going to talk about the America First movement and MAGA. We're going to talk about politics. We're talking about life. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful trip. PatriotsAlaskaCruise.com if you want details. PatriotsAlaskaCruise.com, and a lot of people are signing up. Uh, we're, we're closing in on a couple of hundred people right now. It's going to be, I think we'll have five, six hundred people, and it'll be so much fun. Uh, we got availability. It's a beautiful cruise ship, incidentally. Got a spa and even a casino and uh, luxurious, but it's also affordable. It's the Holland America's Eurodam cruise ship. So PatriotsAlaskaCruise.com if you want to call somebody for details, 855-565-5519, or just text the keyword Alaska. To our text line, which is 800-655-6453, and we'll send it back. We'll send you back a link where you can read all about this terrific trip, the Patriots Alaska Cruise. June. There's nothing like a cruise through Alaska. Nothing like it. I mean, it'll, it'll you'll never forget it. It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, just text the keyword Alaska to 800-655-Mike. Here's uh, Joe Biden, and the infuriating thing about the Democrats is number one, how unified they always are. Unlike Republicans who always managed to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory, it was so easy to begin impeachment proceedings against Alejandro Mayorkas yesterday. But three bird brain nincompoops decided to play footsie with the Democrats and vote against impeaching Alejandro Mayorkas. Congressman Mike Gallagher from Wisconsin. Congressman Buck from Colorado, Congressman McClintock from California. The fourth vote was just a procedural thing, but it was only the three of them who said, yep, uh, we don't expect any accountability from the Biden administration. Borders are, I guess, the, I guess they think the borders are fine. I don't know what they're thinking. I heard Congressman Gallagher's torturous, tortured explanation this morning on Hugh Hewitt's show, something about not wanting to set a precedent. Oh, you mean the precedent the Democrats have already set? by impeaching Trump twice? I guess he's trying to take some kind of a high road, and he's one of three Republicans who dealt Speaker Johnson and the Republican Party a massive, humiliating defeat. And that must be why they did it. That's all I can, all I can figure is they are so opposed to the America First movement that people like Marjorie Taylor Greene represent. Remember, Congresswoman... Marjorie Taylor Greene was the one who introduced the, the, the move to impeach Mayorkas. So I guess these three boneheaded votes were an anti-MAGA vote. I guess. I don't know. I can't keep track. I mean, I know they're all about Ukraine. They're all about China. How about let's be about the United States of America? How about we put America first once in a while? And stop this guy, Joe Biden, from getting to re- to regurgitate this despicable, damnable lie. Every every once in a while, we have some good news. Cut eighteen. Good this news. is Joe Biden. Let's, let let me repeat, repeat this damnable. Let's start it from the beginning. Had a great build up there. <laughs> we kind of blew it. Let's try it again. Take two. Let's stop this guy from repeating his despicable, damnable lie. Every day between now and November, the American people are going to know 
that the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump and his MAGA Republican friends. There we go. We get it right the second time. What a lie. Joe Biden could get out his pen, make a phone call, and seal the border tomorrow. Everybody knows that he has the executive authority to do so. He doesn't want to. The Democrats want the chaos. They want the damage that's done. And make no mistake, a lot of the damage being done is being done by Republicans, like Congressman Mike Gallagher, who incidentally should never be confused with the big mouth talk show host, Mike Gallagher. That would be me. You cannot believe the angry emails that I was getting all last night at my at, at our website. People thinking I'm Congressman Gallagher from Wisconsin. It actually got kind of comical by the end of the night. I mean, not comical in the level of anger, but comical in the way people thought I was him. I guess they think he's a talk show host and a congressman. And many of the emails, if not most, came from the state of Wisconsin. Let me put it this way. Judging by the vehement, angry, raging emails that I was getting last night from people thinking I was the congressman, that had to be a sliver of what he got. I mean, you don't you don't want to be the person that goes through Congressman Mike Gallagher's emails. Bad enough to be the person that has to go through the Mike Gallagher show emails. Because people are livid. They are beyond outraged. And hearing his explanation this morning on Hugh Hewitt's show was so peculiar, he doesn't want to set a precedent? You mean the precedent that the Democrats set, right? I mean... These are people who reveal when the, when, when the going gets tough and when the challenge is in front of them, they reveal their true selves. They reveal what motivates them. It's got to, it must have to do with money. It must have to do with donors. I don't know. I, 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 I cannot figure any of them out, and I'm tired of trying. Here was Senator Ted Cruz last night, who was clear as can be, a wonderful, wonderful Um, monologue, a a tirade that he went on that is worth hearing every second of the two-minute and 43-second clip that we have here. And I'll tell you the provision that just is a Texan that pissed me off the most. It, It went directly after the state of Texas, and it said any litigation filed challenging this law has to be filed in Washington, D.C., in federal district court. So Texas can't sue in the federal courts in Texas, where Texas has been winning. Instead, they got to go to Washington with the very liberal judges. This was a disaster on policy grounds because it did not solve the problem. But politically, it was even worse. Who won in this battle? And, and his name is Charles Schumer. Chuck Schumer did this. He knew it would fail. He wanted it to fail. But the purpose of this bill was to let every Democrat running for the Senate and running for the House to stand up and say, self-righteously, I wanted to secure the border. I really wanted to. But those mean Republicans wouldn't let me. And I got to say, Senate Republican leadership, I told them this months ago. Other conservatives told them this months ago. And they proceeded down this this path 
that ended up it was a box canyon with a kamikaze pilot crashing into a wall. It was a disaster and it was entirely avoidable because what happened is Republican leadership ended up benefiting Chuck Schumer and the Democrats and doing nothing to secure the border. Nothing to secure the border. He went on to call for Mitch McConnell to step down. Uh, and we're going to tackle that as well. But let's get your reaction to all of it. 800-655-MIKE. 16 past the hour. <laughs> Just got a text message from Florida. You ought to see my ex account and how it's blowing up with people who think that I'm Congressman Mike Gallagher. Florida just sent me a text. I went to your site, to your X page at Radio Talker Mike. You were not exaggerating, Mike. Holy moly. You should have seen those emails and what we were getting last night. I tried to write everybody back. Not me. Got the wrong guy. We need more of the Ted Cruz's in Washington and less of the Congressman Mike Gallagher's. 800-655-MIKE. 16 past the hour. 800-655-6453. I want to put your voice front and center. Give me your reaction to this trio of Republicans who shot down the reasonable effort to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas. Give me your reaction to Joe Biden trying to blame Republicans for his open borders. And give me your reaction to the mood of the country and what you think Americans are feeling and experiencing right now in the middle of this whole mess. 800-655-MIKE. 800-655-6453. Hope you join us. This is Dennis Prager. I am excited to announce the all-new PragerTopia Plus. You can listen to my show whenever it's convenient for you, all commercial-free and all on demand. Now with Prager Plus, search topics, guests, and segments all the way back to 2010. And now a truly exciting new benefit, my monthly online video get-together for PragerTopia Plus members only. This is where for an hour each month, PragerTopia Plus members get an exclusive chance to ask me anything. That's right, anything. It's on video. I'll be talking to you and answering your questions. We may even have a special guest every now and then. I've never done this. Submit your questions for me at PragerTopia.com. This is only available to PragerTopia Plus members. This is our chance to connect like never before. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. The Mike Gallagher Show. There are four syllables that are aimed at him. Uh, genocide Joe. Uh, that is becoming something that you're hearing from the younger people, from the younger voters, from the Arab American community. Uh, I think that uh, it, he can turn it around. Uh, but you got to be honest. Right now, you got disappointment uh, in the base with how he's handling uh, the war in Gaza. In the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike. My gosh, the emails are still pouring in, people blasting me, thinking I'm the Wisconsin congressman. How do people make that mistake? How in the world do you go to a radio and uh, a talk show host's website, MikeOnline.com, it's all plastered about the talk show host and what we do, and then you write me an angry email because I voted against impeaching Mayorkas, because we have the same name. How does that even happen? 
Can somebody even call me and tell me how that can happen? Somebody wrote and said, and I will, to the credit of these angry emailers, when we write them back and say, you got the wrong Mike Gallagher, you got the talk show host, not the Wisconsin congressman, they're all very nice. They apologize right away. Oh, I'm so sorry. But how did they make the mistake in the first place? Can somebody explain that to me? Do you Google Mike Gallagher and I pop up? Is Does my web, does my email pop up somehow? you got to go to my website to get the email address. And if you see the website, you see I'm obviously not the Wisconsin congressman who betrayed the Republican Party and the American people by going along with two other dopey Republicans and voting against impeaching my orcas. You can see it's not, I'm not a congressman. Do they think that he's got a talk show? If somebody has a theory, because this is wild. I mean, we have gotten hundreds and hundreds of angry emails, and some of them are really bad. I mean, I mean, like threatening level, because people are so livid. And believe me, it's the righteous anger is totally understandable. It, we always snatch victory from the jaws or defeat from the jaws of victory. All they had to do was go along with the party and and, and at least be on record as making an effort to have some accountability in the Biden administration. I guess Mike Gallagher and um, Tom McClintock and Ken Buck don't expect the Biden administration to be held accountable. I mean, the Justice Department doesn't. They're not going to press any charges against Biden's classified documents. Oh, yeah, they're going to go through, they're going to break into uh, Mar-a-Lago in the middle of the night and go through Melania's underwear drawers over classified documents. But Biden, he can have documents strewn all over his uh, garage but no charges going to be pressed against him. He can break the law, no problem. Trump, let's put him in jail. We are we are in upside down world right now, and I would love to understand how somebody doesn't know the difference between a congressman from Wisconsin and a talk show host. I mean, somebody just texted from Arizona. When you're red hot mad, it's easy to make a mistake. Well, maybe. Um. Nevada, Mike, this is the pure ignorance of voters on display. This is why we lose. They don't even know the difference between a talk host and a congressman. It's actually kind of comical. It became kind of funny as the night went on um, over on X. i got to play this clip before we welcome uh, our friend Joe Borelli back to the show to talk about the catastrophe in New York City with all the illegals. I'll be there again uh, tomorrow for for a few days, and I'll see again with my own eyes how illegal immigration is just devastating this country, and they're feeling it big time in New York City. And there's a guy who's front and center on this. Uh, it's a New York City Council Minority Leader, Joe Borelli. We'll talk to him in just a moment. But, but here's the clip that I've been looking for. When Ted Cruz was asked, is it time for Mitch McConnell to go? Is it time for Mitch McConnell to step down as Senate leader? Here was his very succinct reply. Is it time for Mitch McConnell to go? I think it is. Look, everyone here also supported a leadership challenge to Mitch McConnell in November. Uh, I think a Republican leader should actually lead this conference and should advance the priorities of Republicans. Um, We need warriors. We need Ted Cruz's. We need Jim Jordan's. We need fighters. New York's lucky to have 
Joe Borelli. He's the minority leader of the the New York City Council. He represents the 52nd Council District. He has represented the South Shore of Staten Island since 2015. People who don't know New York, the dynamic is fascinating. Staten Island is like another planet. And believe me, if I ever lived in New York again, I'd live on Staten Island. Those are normal people, cops, firefighters, Trump supporters. And it's this kind of this interesting pocket in a cesspool of a blue city where these sanctuary city policies have let the 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 Democrats and the and the Eric Adams sanctuary city philosophy has led to the catastrophe that New York is suffering through, and nobody knows it better than Minority Leader Joe Borelli. Councilman, great to see you again. Welcome back. How have you been, sir? I'm doing well, Mike. Thank you very much. I'm excited to visit your home state of Wisconsin for the GOP convention. Thank uh, you. Vote summer. vote early, vote often. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I appreciate your support. I'm going to be at the potluck dinner Friday night in Sheboygan. So come out and see. It's a, <laughs> Joe, it's the craziest thing. I mean, I'm reading all these emails last night. My team is fran- frantic. They're like, Mike, Mike, this, your emails are blowing up, and people really got the two. Do you have a theory? I mean, you're a savvy guy. Do, is there a Joe Borelli who works? Works over at the diner on East Forty Second Street, confused with the uh, councilman Joe Borelli. No, but there's a member of Congress named Joe Morelli, and when he and I were in the state assembly together, the majority repainted my room. Uh, you know, the day <laughs> I requested it, thinking I was the, the majority Democratic assembly member and not me. Nice. Well, maybe I'll start getting these congressional perks that I hear about so often. Maybe, maybe I, I can so. start. Maybe I, I want to start flying around on a private jet, and I want to start getting Stock a lot tips. of donor money. You know, Don't forget stock tips. That's exactly right. Stock tips. I want to be able to make a lot of money. I want to enter my career uh, and uh, poor and come out real rich like they always manage to do. I saw a, a, a post that you you put up on X about the true ghoul that the Manhattan District Attorney really is. And I love the way you described it. You've been working so hard to get Republican judges elected, even in New York City. uh, Councilman, let me ask you, is there hope even for New York City? I think the tide is turning. And you mentioned Staten Island uh, a few moments ago. And by the way, even our Democrats on Staten Island are actually normal people who stood and marched with us in many cases against opening migrant shelters in, in our borough. So kudos to them. Uh, there are a few uh, really decent ones out there. But when you look at Alvin Bragg, I mean, this case that was in the New York Post was basically an incident where he prosecuted a woman or at least tried to prosecute a woman who bought a fake vaccine card got so scared of, 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 of the, having a, a problem with it that she got vaccinated and didn't even use it. She was scared because she was having pregnancy complications and difficulty with conception. Just a scared woman. He wanted to give her four years in jail. Thankfully, Republican judge we got elected, Brendan Lantry, slapped this man down and exposed him for the terrible human being that he is. It's New York City. We've always had progressive prosecutors. We've had prosecutors that believe in diversion and sending people to rehab. And that's that's always been the case in New York. Alvin Bragg is a new type of menace who gave us on day one, he called it his day one memo, a memorandum that he posted to to the church door saying that he's no longer going to prosecute people for real, serious, violent crimes. But again, you commit a political crime like getting a fake vaccine card or your name happens to be uh, rhyming with uh, Trump, suddenly you are the target of his prosecutorial standards. 
honestly, I think Kathy Hochul is actually turning a, a little bit of a new leaf uh, in questioning this man's judgment. I wish uh, we elected Lee Zeldin in the last election cycle. He made Alvin Bragg a a a, a raison d'etre of his campaign. I will file. I will fire this man. Remember, Manhattan only is about one and a half million people. But an overwhelming number of New Yorkers have to work uh, and live uh, and, and recreate in that borough who are under his jurisdiction. Can you give us an insight into the the mindset of those New Yorkers in Manhattan and these blue city dwelling Democrats who keep voting for candidates and politicians and policies that are utterly destroying their own community? Many of them are very successful in the field that they are in. Uh, it's very, it's real expensive to live in Manhattan. you got to be able to afford it. They're not failures, probably, in, in their professional life. How can they be so stupid? How can, they, how can they continually vote, Joe Borelli, against their own community's survival? How does it happen? It's not stupidity. It, it, it's a social cult. Um, they want to be invited to all the wine and brie parties uh, on the Upper West Side. They want to be in polite circles. So they vote for things that they know are bad. We just had two laws come before and pass the city council. One of them is going to hamstring our police officers. A lot of members of the city council admitted privately that this is a bad bill. This is going to take police officers off the street. It's going to increase their response times. It's not really going to accomplish anything. It's not going to reform policing even on that end uh, of things. And yet they voted for for it because they're told that being woke is the pinnacle of a political career. And the other bill was was about Rikers Island. We're going to basically ban punitive segregation. We just had a guy uh, who, who murdered three people in his life already, by the way, stab someone on Rikers Island. He was now placed in a in a segregated cell for four hours with his iPad uh, on what I would consider a timeout, like I'd give my eight-year-old. And, and people... They're not stupid. The people who are giving us these long laws are not stupid. They just have this cultish belief that uh, there's a power dynamic and we must always favor the people who are at the bottom end of that power dynamic, whether they're the poor uh, in, 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 some, in some noble cause, perhaps, or they're hardened criminals who are in jail. It's a sickness, Mike, uh, and I, I think you're seeing some people, some people start to call out the BS for what it is. One of those people, by the way, is Eric Adams, uh, who's now sort of put uh, some of the burden on the city council for some of these uh, sanctuary city laws. I mean, right. he came out in a press conference right. the other day and basically said, I would love to turn over these people who assaulted a police officer to ICE, but the city council in, in the following laws, and he listed all the laws, basically told me that we cannot cooperate with them. He's not wrong on that, and I'm glad he's speaking out on it. Now he should apply the pressure that he has and power as mayor to squeeze the council to make some changes. Referring, of course, to the mayor of New York, Eric Adams, we're visiting with minority leader of the New York City Council, Joe Borelli. Joe, in the minute or so we have left, can you give us an update on the status of these illegals who viciously assaulted an NYPD officer and I believe an NYPD lieutenant, if I'm not mistaken? Um, I, I heard they were arrested finally. They were rounded up, I think, in Arizona. Of course, they fled because they were arrested and then released immediately, I guess, with no bail. Bail, what's the latest on that on that big development? in that story. Yeah, we have one indictment from uh, Alvin Bragg uh, of 12 people that are suspects. 
Uh, another three, we believe, were arrested in Phoenix, Arizona. I say we believe uh, because the NYPD has not had them uh, in their custody yet. They're being held by ICE, uh, and we can't confirm that those are the people actually in the video. The, the problem is they were allowed to just get up and leave because they weren't arrested on scene. Uh, the NYPD can't cooperate with ICE, and the three that were actually caught that could not be proven off, off the video footage to have actually uh, committed a felony, which, believe it or not, in New York, it's not a felony to, to punch and kick a police officer. Those people were just simply let out of jail on their own recognizance. And there we have the video of these guys giving the finger to, to, to people. This is Joe Biden's America, baby. This is the America where you have a coordinated effort at the federal, state, and local, effort, uh, local levels to give people unfettered access to the United States, to give them free food, free drinks. You know, we have this Goldilocks scenario where if the beds are too hot or too cold or the soup is served cold, we have to give them better quality things. I mean, this is the world we live in, and then we're shocked that more people keep coming. There's gambling in Casablanca after all. You're right, it's Joe Biden's America, and sadly it's Alvin Bragg's New York. But thank goodness for fighters like you. Keep Joe Borelli, keep fighting the good fight. Nice of you to join us here on the Mike Gallagher Show. Thank you, Mike. 12 before the hour, more coming up. I am fired up today, man. I am. I am good. My hair is on fire. No, I'm not good. I'm not good. I'm mad. I'm good and mad. Let me let me just start with what you've alluded to this morning: the hundreds and hundreds of threatening, angry, obscene email I got last night from people (laughs) thinking I'm the um, misguided Wisconsin congressman, Mike Gallagher. I don't know how you go to a. You have to get my my email address from the Mike Gallagher show website. Right. That was when we were talking last night. I thought, look, I can understand the confusion over the name, uh, but in order to get an email to you, you've got to go through the turnstile that screams talk radio show. Huh? Well, it didn't it didn't slow people down. I'm talking hundreds. I mean, Gosh, I'm going to skin sorry. you alive. I'm going to find your family. Great. I'm going to I'm going to drown your dog. How dare you? You're never going to be safe again. Now, if I got that that had to be a sliver you know, of what the actual congressman got. Does it give I you mean, a, before we get to the ridiculousness of his vote and how upset we are with him? Beyond I think, ridiculous. It, it is. Uh, but, but, and his but, explanation on Hewitt this morning was, was even more ridiculous than the stupid vote. It was, which makes it important for 20 seconds for you, especially for you having seen the brunt of it now. When we are mad, when we are angry, and I mean righteously angry, it should never take the form of that kind of disgusting personal threat. So let's not have anybody do that. And then, by the way, it's a half of 1% of everybody that does it. But in a country of 330 million people where X percent are angry and a half of 1% are this unhinged, you're going to get some emails like that. So it's anyway. important. It, it's an important point, And I want to stay with that for a moment, Mark, because I've done this a long time. You've done this a long time. We've been in this arena for many, many years. I've never felt the kind of anger that Americans are feeling right now. I have never experienced the frustration. Just look at yesterday. Uh, I mean, they decide, what a shocker. No criminal charges going to be filed over the Biden classified document store. He broke the law. They raided Trump's home and went through his wife's underwear drawer. They went through his kid's bedroom. They made him out to be, you know, uh, a a drug cartel overlord. 
Ford, and yet no criminal charges against Joe Biden. People are so angry, and here's these this trio of Republicans, and for the record, there's three of them. The fourth one was a procedural no. It yes, wasn't. As I, I describe that to everybody. Correct. If you wind up on the winning side, you can call for a revote, and that was the story with uh, Brother Moore out of Utah. So it's only three of them, and and, and the three, I, I, I'm sorry, they got to go. You got to primary them. And Americans, listen, take one look at my email inbox, yep. and, and they're they're going to go. I mean, people are, and these are, because most of the emails that I got last night where people thought that I was Congressman Mike Gallagher came from Wisconsin. I'm intrigued about whether they came from his district or not, but they were all Wisconsin, most of them anyway, were Wisconsin emails. Because you got to put, when you go to MikeOnline.com to send me an email, <laughs> you got to fill in the town. You got to say where, which, which is even weirder. I mean, I had people on Twitter, on X last night, you go to my X account right now. Look at my X account. Radio it blew Talker up Mike. last night. Mm-hmm. At Radio Talker Mike, and people are having a field day with this, because a lot of people feel sorry for me. It's like, well, you're bearing the brunt of this, and of course you're solid on the border. Of course you know that Mayorkas needed to be impeached. We all know Mayorkas is derelict in duty. He lied to the American people. The border's a catastrophe, and we expect Republicans to hold their feet to the fire. And those that trio of, of Republicans decided to get cute and 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 and, 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 and vote no, giving the Democrats the embarrassing loss that they crave for the Republicans. It's a terrible defeat for Mike Johnson. Um, it, it absolutely is going to, I hope, next week when Scalise evidently comes back, maybe they'll do it again. And maybe these three Republicans, Buck, who, who was it? Buck it is, and it Gallagher, Gallagher. Tom McClendon, and McClendon, Republican of California, and Ken Buck of Colorado. Correct. So maybe by next week, they'll get buried with enough phone calls and emails, kind of like the ones I got last night, saying, come to your damn senses. Yeah. You know, here, here's what Mike Gallagher, t- Congressman Mike Gallagher, told Hugh Hewitt this morning. I thought I was going to absolutely wreck the car. He said, I don't like to set a precedent um, for an impeachment bo- based on policy disagreements because we need to raise the bar higher. I'm screaming at the radio. They set the precedent. Did you forget the impeachments of Donald Trump? They've already done it. They set the bar. They're the ones that set the precedent. So you know what? Roll your sleeves up and play ball the way they do and be unified and hold these I'm so mad today, I won't say it, hold these son-of-a-guns accountable. You know what? You're totally right, of course, but we don't have to stoop to that level in order to impeach Mayorkas, because the impeachment of Trump was completely because they hate him and completely because they disagree with his agenda. The impeachment of Mayorkas was not political in any way. Congressman Gallagher is completely wrong about that. It was because of abrogation of duty. He had a responsibility to to enact policies uh, that protect our country and didn't responsibility to tell the truth about it. He lied about it. Those are impeachable offenses, actual impeachable offenses. This is not us getting back down on the dirt and bringing the bar down the way Democrats did. This is this was a righteous and principled impeachment. Which, uh, Congressman Gallagher's argument this morning, again, was was unbelievable. He's actually trying. Listen to this. He's trying. Did you hear it? Did you hear the interview? I heard some of it. He said, I'm trying to protect Trump. From future impeachments. Oh, hey, Cal's out of that barn, Congressman. Yeah. He's already been impeached twice. Where have you been? I mean, it's 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 a disingenuous argument. Listen, the guy's great on China. Yes. Uh, but by the way, 
That's part of the problem. You know what we need? We need congressmen great on the United States of America. <laughs> and it's it, this is the disconnect between the establishment rhino crowd who want to worry about Ukraine and China and, 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 and forever wars and Americans who say, seal the damn border. We ha- well, The country is on fire and you're playing footsie with the Democrats because you're trying to take some high-minded approach. Three of them, Mark. Three Republicans. Yeah. I mean, my goodness, this is why we lose. This is why we lose. We are never unified like they are. Because we got to have people playing games. And I don't care. Today it's Mike Gallagher. Last week it might have been Rand Paul. Before that it's Thomas Massey. They all got to play games. How about you be unified on behalf of the American people once in a while? How about you put America first instead of your own, trying to get clicks and appearances on Hugh Hewitt and, uh, and, and uh, uh, Fox News Channel? Give me a break. I am livid. I, I am hope. so angry. I hope. I can't see straight. I tell you what, I think you're seeing straighter than ever because it is clarity that you speak. And I hope that kind of clarity befalls the American people who say, you know what? What we need is a 20-vote margin in the House so that mischief like this doesn't matter anymore. We need a Republican Senate. Because how many times have you heard this week with the death, thank goodness, the death of the uh, of the border surrender bill, where they said, right. well, Republicans, uh, they don't want a solution. They just want to run on the problem. Listen, you give us Trump, you give us a Republican Senate, you give us a bigger majority in the Republican House, oh, you'll see the problem solved. You will see well, it solved I- to the delight of millions. I, the good news is that the Congressman Mike Gallagher's of the world have no real gauge of how angry people are and how fed up. The, you talk about the silent majority. The silent majority is no more. And I truly, truly believe, truly believe that we're going to hear this in November. Nikki Haley lost to none of the above I, I, last I, I, night I, in no, Nevada. Let's, let's describe everybody none of the, the, above weird, the weirdness she of was Nevada. The, right. She Trump. was the only person on the ballot. Right. For the for the primary. But there's a caucus and a primary in Nevada, the weirdness of Nevada. And in the actual primary, Trump is on the ballot and she's not. In the, in the caucus, uh, she, she's on the ballot and he's not. And people voted for none of the above more than they voted for her. She lost to none of the. She has been thoroughly humiliated. Anybody that's giving a dime of her money, just go in the backyard and take your cash and burn it, and you'll get more enjoyment out of of, than than funding this complete distraction of a candidate who has no business being. How embarrassing! You You can't even beat none of the above for that reason. Your analogy of taking the money out in the backyard and burying it that puts the money to no good purpose. You properly described a waste of money. The way we need to look at this is the people who are continuing to fund Nikki Haley are actually doing something deleterious to conservative interests by keeping this distraction alive when we could be spending from now through Super Tuesday with every day, and we may need every day, uniting, energizing, and and making the pitch uh, where where we all unite in the direction where we should be attracting our fire, and that's toward Biden, not toward each other. No, you make a brilliant point, Mark, and and I stand corrected because they know what they're doing. Nikki Haley knows what she's doing, and the people funding her know what they do. They're trying to damage the Republican Party. They don't like what the Republican Party has become. And you know, you know what? Lead, follower, get the heck out of the way. Lead, follow, or get out of the way. Speaking Nikki of the Haley party, is, speaking of the party, uh, you're Ronna McDaniel is a short timer. She sure is. Yeah, and you know what? You, and you know who's trending on Twitter or was last night? This kid. Uh, I don't. I think he's out of Florida here. I, Scott Pressler. Yes, a, he is a force of nature. He he is this gangly, long-haired Republican activist. He has one mission. 
register people to vote. And he is good at it. He draws crowds. He's become a social media star. We've got to get him back on the show. There is another there's a name. Lot of people. And, and that's, huh? that's a good skill set. There's one other name I've heard. Ronna McDaniel, of course, the fairly and not really long time chairman of the, the Republican National Committee. She's been, I think she's sometimes been over-criticized, but I, I'm, I'm ready for an upgrade at that position. Harmeet Dillon was up for that. A lot of people wanted her. I have no idea whether she's interested again. But speaking of, because it is an organizational job. It's not a big ideological blowtorch bully pulpit kind of job. It's good if you have those skills, but mostly it's organization. Get out the vote. Fundraising. There's a name of a guy who might have some time on his hands soon who came over. That would be Kevin McCarthy, who's, who's not going to be in Congress anymore, because I guess if I can't Did you speaker, see who endorsed him? Who endorsed McCarthy? Did you see who endorsed Kevin McCarthy? Oh, uh, Trump. No. No. I mean, worse. No. What? Bigger. Matt Gates. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Excuse me. Good. Matt right. Gates, right. who pushed, who pushed Kevin McCarthy out, out of the speaker's he, chair. Yep. He goes on last night on X and says, "You that's know what? Right. I fully endorsed Kevin McCarthy. He did yeah. great." First of all, let me let me let me disagree with my buddy here, Mark Davis, uh, so lovingly and gently. Ronna McDaniel has been a failure. Yeah. She has been an yeah. abject failure in every category. What do, want, what do you want her to do that she didn't do? But fundraise for starters. Yeah. You know, do you realize the RNC and the Republican coffers are threadbare? They are struggling right now. They don't have the donations. They don't have the funds. She has failed. She has law. Look at. I mean, hey, twenty twenty two. You can blame it on mm. Roe v. Wade. I get it. Mm-hmm. Buck stops with her. She, good. I'm glad she's gone. I got nothing against her personally. Time for new blood. But you're right. I mean, let's get somebody else in there who has who can breathe life into into what we need to go. By the way, I'm getting. T- Tons of text messages from people who are genuinely concerned for me. And I think that's so cute because you said it last night. You said, well, you know, look over your shoulder. I'm like, wait a minute. People got to know I'm not the congressman. Head on a swivel. Don't ever underestimate Americans. But they don't. Exactly. I mean, they're they're of of, of righteous indignation. We understand why they're mad and we agree with them for being mad. But if there's even a sliver of those folks who are unhinged, it gives me a thought about public life in general, whether whether it's in athletes or movie stars or big-time politicians about the degree to which you really do have to walk through life being careful, and, and we should make sure that... Well, it's too bad. I mean, somebody... So the, the texter in Dallas said, hey, did you at least tell the people back... Um, now, let me let me tell you... Let me pull the curtain back. I'm embarrassed to admit this. I've got a great team. i got a whole bunch of people who handle emails and text messages and videos. I posted a video, you know, trying to clarify this. I didn't. I felt guilty about bothering my team last night because they worked so hard. At 11 o'clock at night, I'm in my bed writing every single person back, pretending like I'm a staff member of the Mike Gallagher show, saying, no, 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 you're not. This is a different Mike Gallagher. The, Mike is the radio. And it's me, right? And I wrote everybody back. I'm thinking this because you, you had me worried about head on a swivel. I thought, yep. oh, my Lord, one of them is going to come after me. They're going to think that I and, and so I'm writing them all back. Wrong Mike Gallagher. Yep. This is the talk show host Clear page. Not. And, and so please know the difference. Besides, as somebody pointed out, they said the, the resemblance is uncanny. And as I pointed out, I think he looks a little heavier. (laughs) I think you're right. 